Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Rodham. Egberto Willis, your host. What happened to that smooth transition? It didn't happen. <clears throat> but guess what? The hat is in. Politics done right. The cap is in. So, folks, don't forget, go to the store, get your cap, so that we can all be Politics and Right cap wearers. You know. Anyhow, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Rodham. Egberto Willis, your host. I didn't get the blog out before the show, and guess why? I ran home from a Beto O'Rourke get-together out there in Humble, Texas at the convention center. So I had to run and speed. And what did happen? A big shower opened up here in Kingwood, Texas. And it came out, folks. It came out. But you know what? I got some outtakes. I, I interviewed Robin Fulford, who's running against Dan Crenshaw. He is going to... Uh, so much visual blur, Egberto. You're fuzzy. I am fuzzy? Why am I fuzzy? Anybody else sees me fuzzy? Is it that something is wrong with the transmission? I don't know. Everything seems to be, I don't seem to be losing a whole lot of data, so I am not sure. Maybe it'll clear itself up. Orange shirt, orange background. Oh, <laughs> Robin probably lose. No, we'll see. We're going to try to bring Robin in. Robin is a good person, and she cares much more about the people in Kingwood, the people in Humble, the people in all the areas that she, she supports, more so than everybody else. Anyway, let's welcome everybody into the house. Eric Hayes, welcome aboard. AVQ, welcome aboard. We also have, uh, para ver, para ver, para ver, Alistair Waters. Deb Denny says everything looks fine. E2247 is in the house. Welcome aboard. I, I hope our union expert is here because have I got an interview that she is going to love. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that she shows Yvette Avery Herod. I hope shows today. Lee Grant, how are you doing? Bridge MCP. They are looking for you. It's like, where is Bridge? Especially since our hat is here. Bridge, the, the, the posse is looking for its leader. Bridge, the posse is looking for. For its leaders, you know what? I should go to YouTube before I'm getting started right now. For those of you that are on on, uh, on YouTube Live, I'm about to uh, run to the YouTube channel so that I can pick up. You know what? Para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver. Voy a recoger esta cosa para nosotros. We want to go ahead and get to the shopping area and tell you guys that the hat is here. I need to go to the store and tell you how to get the hat. All right, here is the hat, folks. Let's see who are the first 10 of you that's going to buy the hat. There's the hat. I don't know why I had to do that. That's a long, long, you know what, link. But that's the hat that we have that I'm wearing right now. Check it out. Para ver si les gusta. There's a red version as well. And let's see if I can get to the red version. Ah, anyway, you guys can check it out when you, when you check it out. All right, before I get started, is there anybody that has anything for me to answer? Let's see. CNBC, Biden cancels, for, this is from Eric, Biden cancels 10000 in federal student loan debt for most borrowers. Biden forgave 10000 in student loan debt, once again compromising on the compromise. I guess he's doing what everybody else does. Compromise is not a bad word at all. I wanted more forgiven. I need to read up on what the effects are on people who already uh, paid it off, etc., but, you know, we can talk about that. There are a lot of things that aren't completely fair, right? Anyhow, segunda mano. We also have Eric says, Biden did not forgive anything. He is transferring debt from college attending people to taxpayers who have attended and paid their debts. 
Also, also, uh, debt is transferred to hardworking people that have not attended college. So you see the administration hasn't done anything but transfer debt or create it with all the spending. Um, Eric, there's actually some truth to what you're saying. Depend on how it's handled, right? Uh, there's truth to what you're saying depending on how it's handled. And I think that is the reason I want to do some more research on it. Because you are correct. What, what about all those people who paid off their debt and for those who came now that get their debt paid off, is there going to be some sort of uh, how, how do we make it? I mean, you can't go back in time. You know, you can get lucky and get things now, but I, I see your point. I do see your point. Your point actually makes a lot of sense. Michael Rodden says Biden promised 50000 then 30000 now 10000 I thought 20000 for people who had Pell Grants. Is that not still correct? I am not sure. I am not sure. So... Let us know what this, the, the state of the thing is. Okay, let's see. Is Yvette Avery Herod in the house yet? Because I don't want to play the, I don't want to play the union first, the, the Starbucks organizers' uh, short piece before she's here. Because I want her to see that her all the work that she's done with unions is paying off. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with something that's very important. I've been preaching for a long time that Democrats are going to win 2022. And not only is Demo are Democrats going to win 2022, I've been stating that I think Democrats have the potential to win big in 2022. I honestly do believe that. Uh, this is not wishful thinking. This is just based on the things that need to be done. And let's see. What do you think about that background now, Mr. R well, I don't like that one with the blue, the blue stuff in my, uh, in my thing. We can always go back conservative. That's my conservative hit there. Makes me look like a studious person. All right. So let's go ahead and play what occurred in New York yesterday. Because 19 is a bell, uh, District 19 is a bellwether county, sort of like Harris County as far as where things are going to go. I want you to see this, then we'll take it on the other side. At last, what took so long? At last, the mainstream media is looking at the data and it finally had to come to the conclusion that, oh, yes, it's true. The United States Senate is likely to be maintained and expanded by Democrats and the House, who knows? It may actually stay under the control of the Democrats. But you know what? We've been seeing the tea leaves for quite some time. Check this out after that win for, for Ryan in New York. Check this out. Really, this could be the story of the summer politically, just in terms of setting the stage for the midterm election and for expectations. I'm talking about the special election in New York's 19th district. As you mentioned, Pat Ryan, the Democrat, has defeated Mark Molinaro, the Republican. What makes this such a significant result? Well, several things. First of all, this really is the last major special election test before November's election. And it comes after a two-month two period when we have been questioning, folks have been questioning whether the political environment in this country might be changing 
away from the Republicans' favor and in the Democrats' direction. There have been a number of things that have been happening in the last few months. One, the generic ballot. When you ask folks in polling, which party would you like to see control Congress, Democrats or Republicans? Earlier this year, Republicans had been winning on this that question. Now, it's essentially a tie when you average the polls together. So the generic ballot has moved in the Democrats' favor. There was the Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. The question of whether that would motivate, get Democratic voters, Democratic-aligned voters off the sidelines, motivated to vote, as Republicans already seem to be motivated to vote in this midterm election. There was some polling evidence, some indications in polling that that might be the case. Then, earlier this summer, we had two other special elections. One was in Minnesota, one was in Nebraska. Both were in Republican districts. Both were in districts that went for Donald Trump. Both were won by Republicans, but the Democrats did better in each of those special elections than Joe Biden had done in those districts in 2020. So Democrats looked at that and said, hey, maybe that is a sign that there is some increased enthusiasm for Democrats uh, in the way of uh, the overturning of Roe. In a midterm environment that was really strong for Republicans, this is the exact kind of district they'd have no problem flipping in a special election. If a Republican wave were already had already been built a two point Biden district. That's the kind of thing. That's one of the first thing that goes in a political wave. And instead, what's happened tonight in this bellwether district is the Democrats have won it. And actually, Pat Ryan outperforms. Looks like he's going to perform even a little bit better in this district than Joe Biden did. And if you couple that with, and I think you mentioned this one too, reading through the results here, this 23rd district special election that was also held tonight, the circumstances here were a little bit different. Uh, the winner here, Sempolinsky, is not going to be running this fall. The district's kind of being re- restructured. There wasn't as much that was put into this race in terms of resources and efforts. But even here, the Republicans win. The margin here is about seven points right now. This was a district that Donald Trump carried by 12 points. So even here, in a race that a lot of money, a lot of attention, a lot of resources didn't go to, you see Democrats performing better than Joe Biden did. Again, this is simply not the pattern. I'm showing the Nebraska, Minnesota, the 23rd district, the 19th district of New York, four straight special elections where Democrats have clearly outperformed Joe Biden in his numbers from 2020. So we've been talking all year. Biden's popularity isn't good. The country's mood isn't good, especially when it comes to the economy. Typically, the out of power party does really well in midterm elections. I think we now have a strongest single piece of evidence in this 20, in this 19th district special election tonight, Alicia, uh, that in spite of all of that, I think it's worth asking questions about can the Democrats hold on to the Senate and even for the Democrats potentially hold on to the House this November. Finally. The mainstream media has come around. We have to ask the question. After the dominoes fell, one after the other, we had Kansas. We had those special elections in Minnesota. We also have this election in New York. But, you know, most importantly, all we had to look at was Kansas. Look at what Kansas did. Look at what people said when they got out of voting in Kansas. Folks, this stuff is going to be a competitive race. It is for the Democrats. It, it is on the Democrats if they don't win it all. Because I tell you what, all the necessary structures, all the necessary inputs are there for Democrats and progressives to win it all 
in 2022. Do not despair because the good news is going to be there this year in November. Absolutely so. So Democrats, get ready for a big win in November. Make sure to get everybody you know out to vote. But the path, the, the, the path has been laid. The path of success, the path to win has been laid. And the corroboration of what is occurring to people as they start to think clearly, to people as they start to educate themselves, has proven fine that, in fact, Democrats are on the rebound. Again, this has to do with a lot with what's going on in the Republican Party. It has gone bat, you know what, crazy. Bruce Pollard, big problem will be the vote by party button. Exactly right. What Bruce is talking about is like in Texas, you could go into a voting booth. If you're a Democrat, you could just click a Democratic button and everybody in the Democratic column got picked. But Texas didn't want that because Texas understand where the vote was going. So they decide that you have to go down that entire ballot. And if you're in a state like uh, Texas or a county like Harris, we may have a hundred different people running on the same ballot, probably over the probably 180 running on a, on a ballot. And you have to go through page after page after page of balloting. And some people get frustrated and they don't do the whole thing. What I tell folks is you can simulate the all Democrat ballot easily by just going in and every time just punch holes right next to Democrats each time. Remember, because right now, and the reason I'm being partisan here in that statement is it's important for us to realize now that Republicans are a clear and present danger to the American existence. So therefore, any vote for a Republican at this point in time is a vote for fascism. Any vote for a Republican in this time is a vote to take away a woman's right. Any vote in this for a Republican in this time is a declaration of slavery to a party who decides that they want to become what's also known as the American Taliban. Does that sound dramatic? Does that sound drastic? Does that sound tough? Yes, it is. Is that what I really wanted? Yes, it's exactly the message I want to put out there. Right now, Republicans are a clear and present danger to your body, to your personal economy, and to everything else that makes life to you worth living. Uh, and if you doubt that, just read the tea leaves. Just absolutely read the tea leaves. Anyhow, folks, back in the picture, Deb Dennis says, how about the young progressive who won in Austin? You're talking about Casas. Uh, uh, yeah, because that's a great, uh, great guy, including the, the one from Dallas as well, which is, I've interviewed her several times on this show, Jasmine, uh, Jasmine, uh, you guys know who, I mean, Jasmine something, I can't, man, why am I with these names not remembering anyway, Jasmine is, uh, I spoke about her with the progressive group yesterday, with Democracy for America, uh, but yeah, she's a, she's a very good candidate. Uh, the candidate that I'm going to play right now also is a good candidate to run and take over uh, Glenn Crenshaw. I mean, Dan Crenshaw. Veterans for Peace National Convention will feature a WIRN plenary panel on converting economy August 25 to 28. That's a good thing. Michael Renner said, yeah, American Taliban would be about controlling their women. Absolutely. And E2247 says, tonight, 7 p.m. webinar. Stop Raytheon's nukes. I got you. Uh... Yes, 
yes, Kazaz is the guy that I was telling you about in, in um, I think I said that wrong. Whatever the case is, I want you guys to listen to a very special person. She is right out of the Kingwood area. Or rather, I'm not the Kingwood area. She's right out of, I don't remember the town. I think the Woodlands area, uh, Democratic. And she decided to do what very few people wanted to do. And that was to challenge Dan, Dan Crenshaw. A lot of people don't give any hope that she's going to win. I do. I do. She's a mother. She takes care of her kids. She understands. She, she, she wants to make sure that every woman has control of her own body. She wants to make sure that kids are treated right, that parents are treated right, that taxes are appropriate for, uh, for one's real estate, and much more. Robin is a great great person to replace to replace Dan Crenshaw someone that one can only consider a follower a heartless person that cares absolutely nothing about community in fact it was great to listen to uh, uh, she she did an interview while we were at the um at the the convention to listen to uh, the humble convention to listen to uh, Beto O'Rourke and Beto had some great things to say about healthcare, to, to enact all of that nationally as well. We need to make sure we get that combination. We need Beto O'Rourke. We need Robin Fulford. We also need uh, Mike Collier. That is how we are going to get it done. Let's get busy and listen to what Robin had to say. Robin Fulford, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. Now, how is the campaign going? I know that you are getting ready to kick some butt on our guy. Who's our guy again? Uh, Dan Crenshaw. Oh, you actually named him. Yeah, I am not afraid of naming him. I'm not afraid of challenging him. Uh, I, I'm actually uh, excited to do that, so why not? Now, tell me, how are we going to win this thing? So, it is the unsexy part that as organizers we know is vital. It is voter contact, uh, talking and speaking on issues that voters care about. And for me as a candidate, it's important that I'm talking to voters uh, and bringing them in and explaining why democratic policy serves everybody. And I believe that. And I'm having, having open dialogue no matter what your ideology is. Now, Robin, the two big points here is women's rights and freedom. Women's rights and freedom. Are you ensuring that all the women around this state or around your district understand that? Yes, I uh, have been unapologetically pro-choice. I believe in that wholeheartedly. And not only do I believe in that, but the people in our district do, not just women. Uh, I've had a lot of men reach out, and abortion was the tipping point for them. And as I keep repeating, when I was in Washington, D.C., 10 days before the overturn of Roe v. Wade, um, I was telling people, let Texas be the test case, because in Texas, when we have the effective ban on abortion with the six-week bill that passed last year, we have seen how that impacts people who are pregnant, not just choosing abortion, but the care of people 
who are pregnant and two women in this district, in Texas Congressional District 2, have made national headlines in the past month because their care uh, was impacted by that law. And our legislators are responsible for thinking through the unintended consequences. Uh, this is why government should not be interfering in those decisions. Um, so there's that. Then there's, of course, democracy on the line. Uh, I take that very seriously. I've seen voter suppression before SB1 passed last year, and, uh, and this is an important fight, and is one that I'm so fortunate to have so many amazing organizers supporting me in. Robin Fulford. Keep up the good work. Now, let me tell you, we have to bring her in. You know, it is, it is high time for us to stop the stupidity of electing these guys that somehow think they own the position. This woman is a mother. This woman is a wife. She understands what women are going through. We continue electing troglodytes into office. And we get the results. I see that uh, there's a discussion here about Dan Crenshaw having served the country overseas. Yes, and he lost an eye. I am sorry you lost an eye, Mr. Crenshaw. I am sorry that uh, you went overseas to protect the nation. But as you got back into this country, you forgot that protecting the nation is not solely done by guns. Protecting the nation doesn't mean... I am going to go blow somebody's head up because they say they don't like America. Protecting a nation means ensuring that all the people you serve have health care so that they don't die. So when you have these military guys they, uh, they, that they think they can come out here and run for, for, for campaign for office, yes, we thank you for serving the country on the military front. But one does not only do well or serve a country on a military front. In fact, serving a country on a military front is tough and one personal thing for you. But serving your community, where you provide health care, where you provide food, where you provide all these good things for people that they need to survive. You save more lives in your own country doing those things than the lives you save from killing a few overseas. So let's be clear here. Dan Crenshaw, thank you for your service. Dan Crenshaw, you are a horrendously lousy Trump-following candidate and it is time for Robin Fulford to be our representative to be my representative in this district as you know I'll say to my dear friend here brother Eric Hayes punto y final okay let's see what else people are saying before I move on let's see I got a Carl Cox well John Carter is in the house I just saw John uh, during the next, uh, the, the, after the next thing, I'm going to try to pull up the picture that I did with Dan. Dan says, Robin is a fantastic person and will represent all of us in 
sent uh, in Congressional District 2. Michael Rodney says, Egberto put up this meme for me. What are you doing to me, my friend? But I love the meme. I love the meme, senor. So I am going to try to get that meme up just because Brother Rodnan says to put the meme up. And there is the meme, Mr. Rodnan. I think that's what you're talking about. And I love it. There we go. You hearing us yet? We just want to control our women in peace, according to Brother Rodnan. Rodnan, you better be careful. People are going to think that you are speaking. Why is it doing that? Sometimes it does that. I don't know why it's doing that. Anyhow, let's get out of there and get back to... Oops, wrong screen. Let's go back to the other screen and back in business. Okay. Carl Cox says, Egberto... Oh, wait, before that. Uh, John Carter replying to Hay says, No one has said that. He has been nothing but an embarrassment since he showed up in Congress. He is a party lapdog. Because that is in response to Eric Hayes who says... Crenshaw served his country, suffered for it. Guess that means nothing. It means a lot. But you know what? Roberto Lewis, who is in the house right now, he served this country. He was in Iraq as well. While bombs were dropping on Roberto's head, Roberto Lewis, right here inside of the chat, I was on the phone with him as bombs were falling. I was here in Houston in the safety of my home. As bombs were falling in Iraq. Yeah, they could communicate then. Okay? So I know a whole lot of folks who, who fought for this country. And some come back home like Roberto and fight for the country by supporting policies that help Americans. And then we have those that come back like Dan Crenshaw who becomes lapdog of an evil leadership of a Republican Party that has no interest in doing what's right for the American people. Has no interest in supporting what the American people want, what the American people need, what keep them alive. So Crenshaw, I thank you for your service. You're a lousy politician. And you're a lousy supporter of your own people. Punto y final, as I would say. All right, Lee Grant says, replying to Hayes, not to progressives. Let's see. Uh, Carl Cox says, uh, I read that he got home. It's one book costs $196.36. You want to solve that problem? It is time for us to get rid of neoliberals and Republicans. And then you'll see how things change quickly. Michael Rennes says, Eric Hayes, it's all about the issue that matters. Democrats will compromise on the compromise and all others less than we need. While Republicans obstruct everything and offer us Less than nothing. Choose wisely. Deb Denon says, Eric Hayes, if his policies don't help people, he has no business being in political office. Being a vet doesn't automatically qualify you to serve. Thank you very much, Deb. That is some prescient words. As it's come, running, as it comes to political activism, it's always easier to get a Democrat to bend the will of the people than it is the same of a Republican. Republicans don't care about the people, so they need not worry about bending. Uh, who will stand hardline against the needs of the people nearly every single time? Unless corporations profit And he hits the nail on the head Michael Rodden also says What's on line if, if, if voting made a difference They'd make it illegal Or difficult Deb then into Eric Hayes I just It justified nothing Are you justifying Sexual predator being On the Supreme Court No I hope not Bruce Pollard said He is too uncertain About gun safety And, and to think that He actually worked with guns Right Hey folks don't forget I got my hat in now The hat You can go to uh, The YouTube channel store If you're on YouTube Just click store And Pick up the hat. Help us out. 
All right, Bruce Follard said, he is too uncertain to do guns. Lee Grant, my brother Grant, conservative brother, says, I guess Dems' progressive campaigns going forward will consist of vilifying and gaslighting the opposition. Heck, just learned as a Republican voter, I am Taliban. You are not Taliban, but your leadership is worse than the Taliban. Let me repeat, Lee Grant, Lee Grant, Lee Grant, my conservative brother that's here every day, you know I respect you. And I know that's why you're here constantly. You know I love you, brother. I am not calling you a Taliban, but your leadership is worse. Hear me out. Worse than the Taliban. In fact, they got bigger bun, b- bombs. Roberto Lewis says, absolutely, Egberto. Gracias, hermano mío. I keep an eye on upcoming events on our WIRN page. Next on 1 September 9th in upstate New York. Please amplify or replicate as you are able to see details here. Hey, um, I'm not going to read that right this minute because it's in the chat, brother E2247, but you can anytime send me a link or anything that you want me to amplify in my different domains. Just put, uh, please amplify or something, and this is from E22, PDR Posse E2247, so that I know who I'm talking to because I get a lot of stuff. And most of the stuff I can't, if I were to do everything with the stuff, I wouldn't have time for anything. But I want to distinguish you, my brother. Just put PDR Posse E2247. I'll make sure your stuff get amplified, brother. All right. Bruce Pollard said he votes in line with Trump. Yes, sir. You are absolutely right. Michael Ronan says, you remember that till to help vets affected by burn pits, Dan Crenshaw voted against supporting policies that gave health care to people who got cancer from being around the burn pit. So there you go. He served, but he won't serve those who served. Come on, man. All right, flashing screen is what I don't get. Sometimes it happened. I don't know why it happened today. I, I, there, there's something. I think it may be. Well, I don't know. I'll be just guessing. Okay, Egberto, that meme, the American Taliban and the Afghani Taliban has a lot in common. I, you got that right. Eric Hayes says, let's see what happens in November. We know what's going to happen in November. Republicans will lose big because Democrats will win big. Deb Denny says, time for your pitch. Love you, Deb Denny. Love you, Deb Denny. I'm going to do my pitch real quick. Uh, Let's see what else I say here. Okay, let's go ahead and do the pitch, and then I'll come right back. Politics done right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep, number one, the internet seeded with blogs and information to counter the right and to present what progressives represent for the benefit of of us all to everybody so that it's not misread, misled by any other entity. We make sure and populate that internet with blogs, with videos, with all these other things to make sure that we are informed and to counter everything that you normally hear that that are lying at the right. We also make sure to create articles in, in magazines, articles in newspapers all around the country to ensure again that our message gets out there. Last but not least, we also write books. As you see it, Class Warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom, How to Make America Utopia, are two of the many books that I've written on these issues. So please support us in one of many ways. Numero uno, you can support us at PayPal, either one time or monthly. Go to politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. You can support us on Patreon. That is politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can support us by becoming a part of our YouTube channel, going to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, or you can support us 
in many other forms that you can find at politicsdoneright.com support. Be sure to visit our store, politicsdoneright.com store, and get our books at politicsdoneright.com books. Absolutely so, folks. So please support us. And don't forget, I'm still raising funds for my Pittsburgh trip that's already occurred. Please, uh, I suggest or I ask that you contribute to our, our Pittsburgh GoFundMe. That's at politicsdoneright.com slash netroots, politicsdoneright.com slash netroots. And that, that'll help us defray the cost to, uh, to, to Pittsburgh, which was actually pretty damn expensive. A, a ride to, from the airport uh, to that place, the first day was 40 something dollars, the second day, 50 something dollars. It's crazy. Uh, they don't have good service from the airport in Pittsburgh, which is about 20 miles away from the city itself. Anyhow, so again, please support us in whatever fashion you can, including politicsandright.com slash netroots. Okay, para ver qué más tengo aquí. Let's see. Federal uh, Florida federal judge has given former guy until Friday to refine legal arguments in his request for a special master's. To review evidence, you know, he, he's going on the stall and stall and stall tactics that he's used to. We just got to ignore that, my brothers and my sisters. Okay, next one is Stephanie Taylor from Bold Progressives. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. Welcome to Politics Done Right. We're coming to you live from Netroots Nation 2022 again. And who do we? Who did we find? Stephanie Taylor, how you doing, Hello. young lady? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I am great. You know, before we even get started, why don't you tell my audience something about yourself? Because I know they're gonna love you. Well, I'm the co-founder of the Progressive Change Campaign Committee, uh, boldprogressives.org. We have a million members nationally. We're a grassroots group and. We uh, help train and elect progressive candidates, school board to president, you know, all across the board. We, we, or we endorse about a thousand candidates each cycle and we give them the support they need in terms of fundraising and volunteers and uh, strategic support and whatever else they need. Well, you know, especially in these times, right, we are at a crossroads. So the kind of work that you do is extremely important. Tell me, what are you starting to find as you start to approach and train these folks? We are right now very worried about how to save democracy in America. And so what we need right now are folks stepping up and running who are able to run authentically. Who are able to run on a message where you get what working people are going through in America today. You get when people are sitting at their kitchen table late at night and they're staring at a stack of bills and they're thinking, do I do I pay my heating bill? Do I pay my credit card bill? What do I do about my medical bill? I mean, this is all this is what people are worried about in America today. And they get that the system is rigged. They get that we are dealing with corporate control of our democracy and people want the candidates that will come in there and do something about it. You know, Stephanie, the reality is most people for the the kind of candidates that you support, if you do a poll as far as what people want, it turns out that everything that you represent, everything that the kind of folk that you're trying to get to run represent is what America wants. What is the problem and what is it that your organization going to do to actually solve that problem that people will see the 
the reasoning of why to elect the people you're training as opposed to those who are faking it? I am so glad you asked that because we make this argument all the time. Right. The vast majority of Americans agree on the issues. Right. Our polling has shown, we have done polling of Republicans, independents, and Democrats, and the vast majority agree with the quote-unquote progressive positions. Right. We agree that abortion should be legal. We agree we should get rid of the filibuster. We agree we should ban assault weapons. We agree we should raise the minimum wage. We agree we need millions and millions of new union workers building green energy in this country. We agree on all of this. Right. And so what what I find, so I live in central Pennsylvania. Right. I live in sort of the heart of oh, so Trump this country. part of your this world. This is part of my world. And I talk to Republicans all the time mm -hmm. in my life. And I find that we agree. And what what is motivating them and what keeps them from being drawn to the Democratic side is the fact that they also recognize the institutions are broken. Right. They get the system is rigged. They get that life isn't fair for working people in right. America today. Our Supreme Court is hijacked. Our Congress is hijacked. You know, Washington is swarming in lobbyists and they want to see, they want someone who's going to actually shake things up right. and disrupt the system. And that was the appeal of Trump, right? right. To someone who's going to come in, blow up the system, disrupt the system. And, and they're looking for someone else who's going to do that. You know, you see John Fetterman, you know, yes. he's doing so he's well. He's doing great. He's doing great. He looks like a guy who's going to like blow things up. Exactly. Right? And you know, <laughs> that, that is the point. You hit the nail, you hit the nail on the head. You know, yes. he looks like he's going to make that change. And we yeah. have somebody like uh, uh, Barnes in, 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 in Wisconsin. He looks like he wants to change something, right? Yep. Uh, yep. So, I mean, I imagine that you're looking for candidates like Fetterman who really looks like look, look like the people that he's attempting to serve and, and train them on how best to do that. I mean, they don't have to look like Fetterman. Not many I, I, will. I don't, mean look, I don't mean look like Fetterman. Yeah. You know what I mean. I do. I do. I think it's it's about it's about conveying like right. I'm I'm going to do things differently. Right. I'm not from I'm not from the establishment. Right. I get that that you need someone who's going to come in there from the outside. Right. It's about being an outsider. It's about coming in right. and I'm I am not going to do things business as usual. Right. No, I right. tell you something that I try to tell folks as well. Yes, yeah, about being the outsider, but an effective outsider because yeah. you know Trump was an outsider. Or two, but he didn't know what the hell he was doing. Yep. But Fetterman yep. actually played the part before as a lieutenant, uh, yep. lieutenant governor, etc. Yep. Be before we go, let me ask you a couple more questions because yeah. what, what I think is um, everybody had given up on the house, mm -hmm. and I hope you're working on getting some good candidates that are that are still. I think we have a few more primaries left, right? So I think we have a couple primaries yeah. left. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. I don't think I don't think we're gonna lose a house. I think okay. we. I think. I from oh, your lips to God's ears. Uh, I yeah, hope, I, I hope. think we are in the position yeah. if we all do the job right, that we won't lose the house. I don't know if you share that 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 positive vibe that I that I'm trying to get out there. What's your thoughts? I think the momentum is good. The right. momentum is better than it was. Right. I think that people are really angry mm -hmm. about the Dobbs decision. And right. It was a real wake up call for a lot of folks. Right. That we need to do we need to get out there and fight right. back that we are in real trouble and and the point i keep making is if if this unelected tribunal of judges thinks that they can just overrule america's will on the dobbs decision what what's our plan for 2024 when they overturn the election what's our plans for 2022 right. what's know? our plan for 2022 yeah, because my, my, and that's the reason i'm i i am asking everybody out there 
you know, let, let's play 2022 like we're playing 2022 to win, mm-hmm. not 2022 to lose. Yeah. You know, and I, yeah. I'm hoping to do that. But anyway, yeah. uh, last question uh, is, and this is a t- very tough question coming. Okay. You okay. ready for it? I'm ready. I'm ready. Hit me. Hit you? I got it. What would you have liked me to ask you that I didn't? Oh, gosh. I told you it was tough. That is a tough question. I that's, know. That's a every surprisingly time, every, tough every question. Every time I ask somebody, <laughs> that's what they do. But that's the point. <laughs> I think... I think it would just be, what should Democrats be doing differently? What should Democrats be doing and differently? Because I, I, I have some thoughts on what Democrats Let should be doing Let me hear what should be doing differently. So Democrats so often reflexively defend institutions. Right. Right. Oh, we can't get rid of the filibuster. Right. Because that's an institution. That's a norm. Right. Oh, we can't expand the Supreme Court because that's an institution. We have to defend the institutions. Right. No. That's not where the electorate is. Right. Institutions are broken, and we have to acknowledge that, and we have to tell voters what we will do to fix those broken institutions. And how do we communicate that to every demographic of voter out there to make sure that we're not just talking to the already spoken to? You need one clear message. Look, I love, I love that. One clear message. That's how they, the, yeah. the simplicity of messaging, right? Yep, yep. Stephanie Taylor, it's been my pleasure to have you. Bold Progressives, it is? Boldprogressives.org. Thank you so kindly for having been with Politics Done Right. (laughs) We spend a lot of time... All right, folks. There is is John Cutter and Egberto. We just came back from the the Beto O'Rourke rally at the Humble Civic Center. That was fun. I hadn't seen Brother Cutter in I don't know how, how many, actually probably over a year. Or maybe, I, no, 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 I saw him because I, I took the book to him at Starbucks. Uh, my latest book I, I took to him at Starbucks. But then I, I took off to D.C. to take care of my daughter, and I hadn't seen my brother in a long, long, long time. It was great seeing, uh, it was great seeing John Cutter. John, folks, the president of the humble area Democrats. This guy is an activist like you would not believe it. He gets the job done. But you know what is the thing? I looked at him and I said, hey, John, anytime I'm around you, man, I feel inadequate because brother, uh, brother John, you know, he flies those big, big seven. John, what do you fly? The seven, the 777 or the 787? One of those big Boeing jets, you know, that's what he flies. So he's out there, and I'm like, hey, don't you need to go home to sleep? You're flying over the, the ocean in, in, tonight. He's like, man, I got my first, my first shift is in the bed. So he's going to get a chance to sleep before he takes off. Um, anyway, brother uh, John Cutter, we hung out quite a bit. Let's see. Tom sees hundreds of classified docs the ex-president took. Some say Trump's nothing but a common crook guilty of sedition or treason. Maybe memoirs uh, the real reason. Art of the steel, soon to be coloring book. <laughs> oh man, you're bad. Peggy Lopez says, all the guests you brought back from your trip are wonderful and worth your going and doing the work. Let me tell you something, Peggy. I have a lot more. These are great, great people. When I tell you these are people uh, throughout the country that are doing great work. And, I, you know, and, and a, a lot of you are as well, but you just weren't there. I'm looking at brother John Cutter right here. John Cutter works so hard, sometimes I feel lazy. 
because he flies from Germany back to the, to the United States and back and back. And then when he's off, he comes out and he's going door to door with his posse and he's bringing uh, politicians into the fold. I'm telling you, man, there are a lot of people out there doing great work. It's a combination of us all doing the work. And I can tell you that brother works very, very, very hard. Okay, Norman Reynolds has something important to say. He says, did some research about the rebirth of polio based on recent conversation. Seems polio is endemic in other countries because we refused to support making vaccine programs funded. As we have stopped vaccines, we are now subject to our own lack of foreign support. The word, the word I think you mean the world, the world is a smaller place. And Norman hits the nail on the head. You know, sometimes our selfishness, sometimes our desire not to help others comes back and bites us in the butt. It happened with, uh, it, it happened with COVID. It's happening with polio. It's likely going to happen with just about everything until we realize that we are one and only one world. And with the travel that we have, things get from one place to the other in hours. Eric Hayes says, hi, Egberto, are you... Are you, you are right about uh, the rich having privilege. And I'm not going to read the whole thing from Eric because what he wants to say is how Nancy Pelosi's husband got away with a DUI with one day in jail and everything else dropped. You know what? Again, you're right, Eric. You know, people with money. And that's why when you are attacking all the issues with bonds, I try to let you understand that, first of all, a crime done by a rich person is no different than a crime done by a poor person. And why should why should they spend the same amount? Shouldn't they spend the same amount of time in jail waiting for a hearing, or not just based on the amount of income you have? It makes no sense. And then you go ahead and you talk about Natalia Cornelio. Let me just first say I have a very soft spot for Judge Natalia Cornelio. Judge Natalia Cornelio is a good friend of mine. Judge Natalia Cornelio cares about people. Judge Natalia Cornelio is one person who is making a difference in Harris County. Judge Natalia Cornelio cares. So when re Republicans and others try to make it seem like this is some judge wanting to release a whole bunch of crooks onto the streets to kill people, it could not be further from the truth. We can't control what everybody does, whether they have already been in jail, never been in jail, or now thinking about being in jail. This woman has worked very hard as a community leader, a community organizer, to make things better for most. If somebody that got, saw, got off on bond for some reason did something, you're not going to sit down and, and blame my good friend Natalia Cornelio. Judge Natalia Cornelio is a very, very dependable very important person in our movement to make sure that we get not only equality in the justice system, but equity overall. All right, let's see what else we have here. Mike Cisek says, uh, sorry, but Cheney isn't about what you would say. She was all about herself. Every, name me a politician that is not about themselves, Brother Cisek. I don't think you can name me one, but you're right. A lot of what Cheney is doing, Cheney's make the calculation. She says, you know what? I am going to be strong because this couldn't, you know, and she's, she proves she's smart, right? Trumpism die is going to burn out. That's just the idea behind evil. Slavery burnt out. 
Trumpism will burn out. The Red Scare burned out. And you know why? Because most Americans are good people. Even some that we think are terrible people. I repeat. Wow, the last one, I won't be able to play the last thing because it's 13. It looks like it's 13 minutes on. So I'll go along finishing up with my talk here because I want to go into, um, I, I want to talk about Americans. Most Americans are good people. You know, I, today I, I met a whole, I met a lot of people I haven't seen since the pandemic. A lot of Democrats, a lot of independents that I hadn't seen since the pandemic. And I can tell you, it was great there and everybody was ready to hug and talk and, uh, you know, the beautiful thing, they all, all asked me how my daughter was doing. Of course, I remember those who have had their illnesses as well. I remember to ask how they are doing. But it was just great seeing a passionate room with thousands of people who care about people. Not caring about hating on people. Not caring about hating on immigrants. Not caring about those immigrants are going to come over here and bring polio and all these lies to get people to hate people. You know, I don't particularly like Charlie Chris, but he's going to be the one going against DeSantis. And he said something today that immediately then caused me to immediately like him. And he said, I don't want the hate, I, I'm paraphrasing, I don't want the hate-filled DeSantis voters. I want to provide love. I want to give love. It meant something special to me to hear a politician say that. You know, when I end my program, I always make sure to tell all the people who gave me the honor to listen to me. And I mean all of you, whether you're the left, right, or otherwise. If you're going to spend your time to listen to what I have to say, even if you don't agree with what I have to say, I can't help but have a care. Can't help it, right? So when I heard uh, Charlie Chris say, I want to govern by just saying, I love you. It was a good thing, and let me tell you why. Because if you can, if you can start your campaign from the point of view that you are going to love on everybody, right, then it is very hard for you to institute any kind of policy of harm. But if you're going to start your campaign by saying the, what these kind of people are, they're thieves, they're thugs, they're the only thieves and thugs that I really, really know that are evil thieving thugs are our corporate leaders and many of our neoliberal and Republican politicians. The leadership. But most people I know, even those that give a hard time. You remember a few weeks ago, this young girl gave me a hard time and I reported, I made the video. And I've been thinking about that off and on, off and on, off and on. You know, whether I should expose her or not. Yes, I should expose her as an example. But is she redeemable after the exposure? I would hope so and I would want to and... Would I talk to her? Yes. So again, the idea is in order for us to do 
wrong to others for a sect to win with the minority of people, we have to institute hate. Brother Robert Davenport is in the house. He says, greeting progressives. Deb Denny says, replying to Bruce Pollard, may would she won't be hurting momentarily and she will monetarily and she will be sure she parlays that into political momentum. She'll still uh, she's 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 still no friend to Democrats. She voted against voting rights and the vets. Absolutely so. Nanette Birdsmith says, I agree with Egberto. I think she's talking about my speech on love. Norman Reynolds says GOP leadership does not believe that wage theft which takes food from children and destroys families, is equivalent to grand larceny, or that treasonous behavior like being willing to light a match for civil war or start stealing documents is equivalent to flying a plane into the world center. They need to. They need to. Bay and others uh, in the weapon industry uh, become richer as the world suffers. Yes. There's something else that I speak about, um, and I say... And, you know, I wanted to ask Beto this. You know, the, the, the microphone was being passed from people to people. And I had already gotten assurances that for the gaggle, I could have gotten the mic and asked Beto O'Rourke a question. But that would have been taking time from people who were there watching Beto. So I had to think quickly. And I wanted to, oh, I want to ask Beto this, right? Then I said, nah, because there, the mic was going around the room. To all those people that were sitting and standing to the sides or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I am representing the, the media. I will wait for some other avenue to talk to Beto. So when Beto passed me, I'm like, hey, Beto. Am I going to be able to talk to you, man? He said, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know how that goes. These people have been trying to avoid me for the last I don't know how long. Um, I got interviews with Beto before, on, before the gaggle before. But right now. It looks like that may be a bit problematic, but I'll, I'll still try to get him with the particular questions for you guys, questions that I know you asked. Robert Davenport says, love will win in the end. You cannot change that inevitable fact. Keep loving each other. They will eventually love you back. That is exactly how I feel, Brother Robert Davenport. Deb Dennis says, Eric Hayes, one minute you're against criminals getting off lightly and now excusing criminal behavior. So you agree there's nuance to justice. Yeah, he agreed. Look, be, you know, um, our, our, our conservatives in this house, right? Why do you think they're here? Why do you think Mike Cisek is here? Why do you think Eric Hayes is here? Why do you think... Uh, who, which other conservative is in the room right now? Uh, let's see who else we got. Um, uh, you know, for some reason, I can, I, I, I can always forget someone of the persons that I've just spoken to. Maybe my short-term memory is going bananas but um uh grant lee grant lee grant lee grant is in the house i love all these guys love all these guys there i mean you know why they're here and uh, any one of you can tell me if i'm wrong you are here because you know you have a voice here and listen listen to what lee grant tells me lee grant says i am here to represent the taliban you see why i love him you know we can have fun together he knows i know he's no damn taliban but we can play together. It's my buddy. It's my buddy. All right. Um, Littler. Let's see. I, I think I saw my, my cross. The side of my eye saw June Littler. Did I see that right? I need to find her. June Littler. I hear Pelosi got five days in jail, which is correct. Pelosi got five days in jail. Four of them have been taken away. 
he has to serve just one. I think he, I think the others got whatever the legal term is to, uh, to pro, whatever the legal term is to say. You got five days, but we'll go ahead and give you, you not, not let you serve all five. There's a term, a legal term. You know, I I don't know. Sometimes I forget these 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 legal term words. And it's four o'clock. Time so flies. I am glad that I didn't play the the Starbucks one though, because I want. I, I want uh, to have Yvette Avery Herod here when I play that particular one. And since she didn't show up today, I'd rather not. What? Uh, June Littler, rats. What did I do, June? Did I say something wrong? Come on. Did I say something wrong, June? Let me hear it. Let me hear it. You said rats. <laughs> anyway, folks, look, I want to thank you all for being here. I'm tired as hell. We went, went, went and I walked around. You know, I, just doing that convention center, I got, let me see how many steps. I'm going to tell you right now before I exit the program. 6,000 steps at the convention. 6,000 6, steps at the convention. What's that, about a couple miles or so? Anyhow, look, I want to thank all of you for being here with me. Uh, love you all. All of you. All of you. My name is Egberto. Go get my hat. You see it? Let me put the, the YouTube store uh, on it because I can't find the other store. Actually, no, no. You just go to politicsandright.com store. Oh, the reply to your answer. Okay, I got it, girl. I got it, girl. I got it, June. I got it, June. I got it, June. Anyway, folks, go check out the, the, go check out the, um, the store, politicsandright.com store. Get yourself the hat. You know, get yourself the hat. They charge me a bunch for the hat, but it's okay. It looks pretty. You know, as she said, it's tops. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.